the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for your presence today. The family, as God established it, in the beginning continues to be under attack. In fact, it is headed for self-destruction. As led by the Holy Spirit, Pastor Rander shares God-given prerequisites that strengthen and sustain the marriage relationship that set and seal the bonds of marriage in such a way that no man can put asunder. God will sustain our marriages till death do us part, if we let him. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as he ministers to us, as you will want to take notes. Thank you for the privilege of prayer, and we pray that you use me now to preach your precious word in the power of the Spirit. Thank you for this day that you've given us. Restrain the work of the enemy. May we not be distracted by technology, pop-ups, texting, or any of these things. In Jesus' name. And all God's children said, Amen. Good morning. Isn't it good to be in the house of God? Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise. It is so good to be in the house of God. Well, we're going to continue our series, and we want you to turn to Philippians uh, chapter 3, verse 13. We are currently, for those of you who have joined us today as visitors, Uh, We've been in a series uh, for a number of Sundays entitled God's Prescription for Sustaining a Healthy, Well-Balanced Marriage. God's Prescription for Sustaining a Healthy, Well-Balanced Marriage. Uh, It is critical that you take notes, uh, use the note section in your technology or whatever, because truth is worth writing down and... um, and going back over and meditating over it. So that, and you say, well, I'm single and I'm happily single. There are scripture principles in here for you. Even as a single person, there are a number of scriptures that you can apply to your own life as well. I like to start off by saying that marriage is a sacred institution created by God. It is a sacred thing. It is a God thing created by him in the beginning of creation. Marriage has always been valuable to God and it should be valuable and priority to us as well because it is priority to our Lord. If we desire to see our marriages go the distance, it is critical that we follow God's prescription for sustaining a healthy, well-balanced marriage. Satan's attacking the marriages. He's attacking singles. Uh, he, he's attacking, attacking babies. He's attacking uh, young children. So many are committing suicide, even at a young age. Uh, I have a pastor uh, whom I know whose, uh, whose child, the, his only child, committed suicide because his girlfriend broke up with him and he's just 18 years old. My goodness. And so it's, it's all around us. It's all around us. Never say what your child won't do. 
We need to be praying for our children and our grandchildren, even more when they're not in your home. Amen. Satan wants our marriages and we need to fight for the sake of our marriage and that great holy institution created by God himself. With that being said, what is God's prescription for a healthy, well-balanced marriage? What is God's prescription for a healthy, well-balanced marriage? Number one, husbands and wives must refuse to go probing into your spouse's pre-conversion or pre-saved and premarital state. What spiritual benefit would it bring to your marriage and how would it enhance your marriage today by going on a, on a search back in history to explore and, and a probe long before you got married? You also run the risk of giving Satan an opportunity to tempt you to hold their previous conduct over your spouse's head and put them into bondage and even yourself as well. Should you have questions, this should be done during the dating process. That's the time to ask all the questions you really need to ask about who, what, when, where, how, about money, about anything. If you're going to ask, that's the time to ask. And don't be so in love in the dating process that you fail to deal with issues because marriage is a lifelong commitment to the glory of Almighty God. After you are married, you are committed to trust God and you are encouraged to trust God and move forward. Philippians 3.13b says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching toward those things which are ahead. Instead of trying to go on a fact-finding mission, exploratory uh, mission of the past, pre-converted state, pre-marriage state, going probing and on a fishing expedition, allow your, your marriage to be the marriage that God is calling it to be where you are right now. A dream in your marriage. Have spiritual goals in your marriage. Have vision for your marriage. God wants your marriage not in the doldrums. He wants your marriage to soar and to rise to the God-given potential that he has for you. Amen? What is God's prescription for a healthy, well-balanced marriage? Secondly, your marriage should be built on trust. Say trust. That's so invaluable in a marital relationship. Therefore, refuse to drill your spouse when she or he comes home. Your marriage should be built on trust. Therefore, refuse to drill your spouse when he or she comes home. If you have no reason to be suspicious of your spouse, you must not be guilty of putting them under surveillance or cell phone tracking. Searching their internet history, social media accounts, and cell phones, secretly going through your spouse's mail, and then having the audacity to question your children with the intent of gathering data and information against your spouse, putting your children in that kind of mess. A lack of trust will waste a lot of your God-given time, and it will also waste... 
a lot of your God-given energy. So realize you need to trust your spouse and commit uh, and commit it to God because where you don't have trust, you, 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 you're going to struggle in your relationship and everything is going to become an issue because you don't trust your wife. You don't trust your husband. Well, you don't have trust. What do you have? It is also the sure, when you don't have trust, it is also the surest way to rob you of your peace of mind. When there's no, when there's no trust, there's no peace of mind, and it puts you and your spouse in bondage. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7a says, blessed is the man and even blesses the woman that trusteth in the Lord. Trust the Lord for your marriage. Trust the Lord for your husband. Trust the Lord for your spouse. And move on by faith to the glory of God. Thirdly, never compare your spouse with anyone else. Never, never compare your spouse to anyone else. Else, Psalms one thirty nine fourteen says, "I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well." Listen, dear ones, you cannot edify, a build up, and encourage your spouse by comparing them to those who appear. The key word is appear to have it all together. Allow your husband or wife to be who God created them to be and simply enjoy them for who they really are. There are some unknowns that you do not know about the private lives of those who appear to have it all together. Everything that glitters is not gold. When you are genuinely satisfied with your relationship with Christ You will be content with your spouse that the Lord gave you. I say it again. When you are genuinely satisfied and content, contented with Christ and your relationship with him, you will be content with the spouse the Lord gave you. Therefore, ask the Lord to reveal the beauty in your husband, the beauty in your wife. Ask God to reveal the good in your husband. You can always see the worst in people. But what about the best uh, in your husband and and wife? Uh, Allow God to show you the value that they bring to the family and to your relationship. And focus on that. Be mindful. Your spouse was created uniquely for you. (laughs) Listen to this. Your spouse was created uniquely for you. So refuse to compare them to anyone else. If God gave you your spouse, and I hope he did, if he didn't, you already in trouble. Be mindful. Your spouse was created uniquely for you. So refuse to compare them to anyone else. Comparison is so dangerous. There's always somebody with a little more money, a little more status, a little more beauty, a little more handsomeness. There's always somebody with a little more charisma. Uh, they can have a lot of charisma, charisma, but but they but they are quite ugly. They can be nasty and beautiful, huh? They they they, they can be conniving, and yet the physique is just 
immaculate. It is not the body uh, configurements. It is not the biceps and the muscles. It is not the rolling black hair. It, it, is, a, it is about character. It is about integrity. It is about relationship. It is about unity. It is about harmony to the glory of God. What is peace but you got a pretty wife? What is peace but you got a, 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 a husband that loves gold's gym and got biceps bulging all over the place, but he won't even talk to you? According to the Bible, we shall know the truth and the truth shall make us free. In this message, Pastor Rander brings us face to face with the reality of sin as it relates to God's perfect plan for marriage. Divorce, even among born-again Christians, is progressively increasing. No matter what the world says, marriage is a sacred institution between one man and one woman designed by God. It is a covenant relationship with God through marriage to last until death. Anything outside of God's design is not marriage. It is sin against God. Number four. It's getting quiet in here. (laughs) Being kind, sensitive, and thoughtful encourages and edifies the marriage. Being kind, sensitive, and thoughtful encourages and edifies. Edify means to build up, build up. The marriage. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4a says, Love is kind. You single folks who say I'm not married, you need to be kind too. You can be mean, a mean single, a mean widower, a mean widow, you know, just grouchy, old and grouchy. Uh, you can be married and not an unkind. Love, agape, Christ like love is kind. What destroys a marriage is insensitivity. What destroys a marriage is being hard and difficult, hard to live with, callous toward your spouse, which results in harsh words, negativity, argument after argument after argument. You look at each other and you create new arguments. Put down statements. I'm tired of you. You make me sick. Why don't you go somewhere and sit down? But you don't ever talk to your spouse like that. Never. Never. Can't you get it right? Never call your spouse stupid. Never call them a fool. Stop the name calling. Be gentle. Words hurt. And I'm going to say it again. Words hurt. And I'm going to tell you something else too. Hurt people will hurt people. Now that's not on the screen, but, but the Lord, the Holy Ghost has given me this say. The reason people hurt people because they're still hurt and they haven't got over their hurt. And so they hurt because they hurt. Put down statements is of the devil. And it, it and 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 th- those words are long lasting. Even if you ask forgiveness, there has to be time for recovery. Romans twelve ten says, "Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above others." 
You to look out of each you to look out for each other's interests. It's not about your interests. It's her interests. It's not about his interests. It's his wife's interests. You're not in it for what uh, you can get. You're not to be narcissistic in your relationship. Romans twelve twenty one also says, "Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good." You know, it takes. You say, well, I'm growing in Christ. I tell you, a test of your growth in Christ is when you can be mistreated and still do your wife good. Well, he, he, he insulted me in a way that I didn't like, so I'm not going to cook for him. You know, well, now that's getting even. I mean, you do good. Go on and cook. You say, well, I don't cook. Well, go on and bring the food home. Okay, bring it home. Go go to Walmart and get some fried chicken and pick up the salad. You know, go to Popeye's, go somewhere. You know, I don't know where you go. And just bring it on home. Don't, don't bring home. Well, I ain't bring, I ain't bring you nothing home. I just brought myself home today until you, you treat me better. Oh, stop negotiating. That's bad negotiating. That's really, really bad. Stop getting, look, don't get low in your marriage. Don't go, don't go low. Think high. Think high. Uh, anybody can go low. Anybody can cuss anybody out. Cussing has no, no, no place in the marriage. And then you want to spank your children because they cussing. Maybe God need to spank you because you taught your children to cuss. So you, when you cuss around your children, you say, God spanked me for cussing. And why is your vocabulary so limited anyhow? That's, is that all you know? I know all the cuss words you know. I do. I, that's not a cuss word I don't know. I just choose not to say them. I choose not to say them. I just choose not to use them. Self-control it's one of the fruits of the spirit. Don't go low in your marriage. Our kindness must not only be restricted to when things are going well. Our kindness must not only be restricted to when things are going well. It must be extended even during times of difficulties. Be kind. Even when marriages end up regrettably separating, be kind. God forbid, if there's a divorce, be kind. In child custody cases and issues, still be kind. Some of the nastiest thing you can see on this side of heaven is nasty, ugly, low-down, damnable child custody issue where people are playing games with the children, even when, even when the, 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 the court papers say what you ought to do and you got people who are so rebellious, they even defy the court papers. We must demonstrate kindness to our spouse or former spouse, even when it is not reciprocated. Even when you don't get Good in return. Don't do evil for evil. Refuse to do evil for evil. Uh, you in those child custody cases and all these other kind of things that, as it relates to your former spouse, whatever those issues are, and they are there in many cases, 
Listen to me, dear ones. You will accomplish far more through civility and friendship than you will through fighting, arguing, manipulating, and scheming. Let me say that again. I know you're writing. You who are dealing with uh, former spouses and all of these things, you will accomplish far more through civility and friendship than you will through fighting, arguing, manipulating, and scheming. It takes two people to do that. It takes two people to do that. They they go in there and say, you know, I see where you're going. I just choose not to go there. I just want to do what's right before our Lord. And, and, And God has been too good for me to do anything else but the right thing. I mean, you have to be the peacemaker. Number five, you are wasting your God-given energy and time trying to change your spouse. You are wasting your God-given energy and time trying to change your spouse. Therefore, stop trying to be God in your spouse's life. Ask the Lord to change you by revealing to you your own weaknesses. Instead of trying to change your spouse, ask the Lord to change you. Ask the Lord to help you with your deficiencies. Pray and trust the Lord to make your spouse who he created them to be. Let me say that again, because that is so big. I hope you're writing. Pray and trust the Lord to make your spouse who he created your wife or your husband to be. Do I have a scripture? Ephesians chapter two, verse 10 says, for we are God's masterpiece. Think about that. We are we are his workmanship. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. Now, now here's, a, here's, here's a little part of this scripture I just love. So we can do the, the good things he planned for us long ago. Look at that. Underline that. He created you a masterpiece so he can do the good things he's, he planned for you even before you were born. That's exciting. Even before the world was created. God knew when you would be born, what season in life. To He knew what parents you would have, what siblings you would have, what nation you would be born in, what language you would be speaking, what nationality you would be, and what you would end up becoming. He knew all of that. So, so we can, look, so we can do the things he planned for us long ago. Listen to me closely, dear ones. God has a plan for your husband and God has a beautiful plan for your wife and God has a plan for your children and God has a plan for your grandchildren. You don't have to step in and be God in their life. Stop being manipulative. You don't have to control them. You don't have to have the last word. You know, stop. Settle down. God is sovereign. He's in control. Stop trying to play games. 
God has a plan and knows the purpose that he has for your spouse. Therefore, stop interfering with God's plan that he has for your husband, that he has for your wife. You may be hindering God's work by trying to mold them into what you want your husband or wife to be rather than what God has created them to be. Pray and ask the Lord to help you be patient with yourself. Pray and ask the Lord to be patient with with, with your spouse. You both are a work in progress. You have not arrived. You are two sinners living together. You are two imperfect people who are hopefully committed and saved by a perfect God. You are a work in progress. I am a work in progress. We have not arrived. Therefore, be patient with one another. Patience is a virtue. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse four, a says love is patient. If you're teaching your, your spouse something, be patient. If they're talking, be patient in listening. Be patient. Number six, unless there is unrepentant infidelity. Unless there is unrepentant infidelity, never threaten your spouse with divorce as a means to get them to take responsibility for their God-given role in the family. I reiterate, unless there is unrepentant Marriage based on God's design is the only way to have a healthy, well-balanced marriage. The presence of God ensures unconditional love between husband and wife that will sustain and strengthen marriage through the inevitable difficulties which are sure to come. Any intimate relationship outside of God's design is not marriage. It is sin. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching and would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.